Hey guys, it's your host, Seth Goldstein, with Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. And I have a very juicy, important announcement. Ever wonder how cool and refreshing it would be to hear your own voice on iTunes? Your podcast made at a touch of a button? If you haven't heard about Anchor, you are totally missing out. It's the most easiest way to make a podcast super practical, and best part of all, it's free. It even has creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone on the go or computer in the comfort of your own home, guys. What's even better, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with minimum listenership. It's really that easy. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. What are you waiting for? Download your free Anchor app or simply go to anchor.fm to get started. Until next time, thank you. Goodbye. Hey, gang, this is another Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver, where yours truly, Seth Goatsing and Jim Francis bring you a host of wonderful guests. Tonight is one for the books. We have a wonderful actress a writer, producer, director. I like to consider her queen, a, a scream queen, if you will. Think of Elvira, only better. Guys, give it up for my next guest, Jennifer Nango. Jennifer, Jen, how are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? We're nippy over here. It yeah. says <laughs> below zero woodland hills, and I am freezing my buns off. I feel you. <laughs> Shivering my bones over in Sherman Oaks, so I feel you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're stone's throw. Yeah, give us your address. Hold on. Let me write it down. It <laughs> is <I'm>... JK. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am thrilled. I am thrilled. Are you kidding me? We are beyond thrilled to have you on. Um, you have, uh, you know, inspired a, a group of, of, of like, a, it's like a cult following you have because <laughs> you've done all sorts of crazy hellish kind of films. I want to, you know, kind of dive right in and, and jump in, you know, with two feet, but, it, but I like to first, uh, start from, you know, like from the beginning, your humble beginning. So you were born, uh, you were born in, 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 in I was going to say in the Bronx. Hey, you're born hey. in the Bronx. <laughs> you're born in Boston. You're a Boston native. I Tell am. me. I am. That's I am. fantastic. I am. In a place, what is it? North, North Shore. Is that correct? North Shore. Yeah. A small town called Danvers, which was right next to Salem and the Salem Witches. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm starting to see a correlation. So, yep. <laughs> when you were little, did you like get that book read when most of those were being read like nice books? You were. Being <laughs> Those are the books that got you into bed. We had the, the haunted stories. Yeah. We talked about vampires around the dinner table, horror, universal monsters. It, yeah, it was it was a gory haunted haunted site. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Did you like Anne Rice? She was my favorite. Oh she my god. Away, right? Absolutely. I know. Rest in peace, but she was absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yes. And a lot of her books were talked about. Yeah. Yeah, really, they sucked the soul out of you, literally. Not in a good way, but <laughs> really, really enjoyed her books. I really did. Um, so 
At what age, I mean, honestly, because I know you start very young, but at what age did you get like the, the acting bug per se? Yeah. So when I was 10 years old, I went to go see a stage production of The Sound of Music that family friends um, were in and they were younger than I was and they were playing the children in, in the family and they were hitting their marks and singing songs and doing dance moves and saying lines. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. They're storytelling mm-hmm. through their physical body. And they're all yeah. com- coming together and telling the story together. And I just thought that that was Phenomenal. the coolest thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, from from age 10 on, it's it's been go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it moved you in strange ways. And and so and so you decided to then tell your parents, hey, listen, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to college in New York and. <laughs> You went and got a BFA in theater and, and, and skipped ship and went to New York. Is that correct? Or how did I, that happen? Well, uh, yeah, I told my two educated educator parents, both my parents were teachers. I told them, yeah, if I have to go to college, because I wanted to go straight to New York. I wanted to go straight to New York and start auditioning for Broadway. And they were like, absolutely not. You know, you could get raped and mugged and killed and all that yeah. kind of stuff, you know. You're so, like, yeah, tell me more. It sounds bloody. I was like, yeah, bring it, bring it. I could do it. I could survive. And if you knew oh me, if you knew me mm-hmm. as a kid, I was the shyest kid ever. Like I was. Terrified. No, you got to be kidding me. I Are you was, for real? I was. I was terrified to like speak in the classroom. I was so scared. No. So my parents were like, "What did you come into? Like, how did that happen? I want to know more. <laughs> Fuck." I, I think I really found my my voice and well, I really found my voice when I moved to L.A., but I started to really kind of be my own person when I went away to college, for sure. We turned you out for over here in L.A. That's LA. what happens. in LA. Yeah, you know, it's, it it's a it rough town. Right you got to stand up for yourself, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you get mugged, especially now. Huh? It seems that unfortunately, I mean. I know yep. we're being lighthearted and, and it's funny because we're just having a great time here, ladies and gentlemen, with the great Jen Nango. But, but you know, here in Los Angeles, you, you, a lot happens. And, and unfortunately, we've had a series of actresses that have passed away and, and um, you know, we're, we're in strange conditions, right? And we found one was found in a car and stuff like that is, is, is really tragic. So it, it isn't a laughing matter um, by no means because it's really happening. But. Uh, but yeah, we're we're known to be brutal here in this town. Los Angeles, is, yeah. I mean, the West is, is no joke. But what was how? I, I, let's back up a little. What was New York like? I mean, and then we'll we'll back up to your home. You know, what was life like? I mean, you know, living with two teachers, but uh, educators and 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 I mean, they're amazing and, and bless their hearts. Because I'm also <laughs> I I dabbled in the education field myself. Yeah. Uh, in the yeah. education, uh, uh, um, yeah, you know, that realm. But um, I wanted to ask you regarding New York. What was that like? So I didn't I didn't go to college in the city. I went to Western New York. It was close to Niagara Falls and it was cold. It snowed like 10 months out of the year. It was gray. It was dreary. But I loved every second of it because I was away from everything that I had known since I was a kid. Right. I moved exactly. out of that small town and I just could be myself, you know. And Fuck yeah. No parents great. around, no rules, yep. inhibitions out the window. Yeah. And that was it. You know, you can't. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so you partied it up. Had a good high. old time. Went yeah, to Canada, was drinking, Fuck. you know. Yep. 
What? You yeah. were drinking. I'm telling yeah. your dad and your mom right now, by the oh way. Oh my God. Why would you do that? <laughs> we're Irish. I think they ex- I, expected it to happen, you know? You're like, we have breakfast. We have cereal <laughs> with milk. We have it with beer. Fucker. Yeah, and Jameson. Come on. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, hey, that is, hey, wait a second. Uh, yeah, bartender, cut this lady out. Um, I'm having, uh, uh, you know, it's funny, but. Um, I, I imagine it must have been crazy, right? Like just, just that. Uh, what a wild ride! And then, so then, so then, when you were at home, tell me, what were the, you know, growing up, you, you weren't, you weren't probably a lot of being shy had to do with the fact that you were sheltered. Yes, am I right? I was an only child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, what time was your curfew? I mean. Oh uh, seven o'clock at night or what? Oh kidding. no, they were a little bit more flexible with that. But okay. it was it You're was like seven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Eight o'clock in bed. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, but they were a little more flexible. They were they, yeah, they were. They were understanding. Like I think my my curfew was like eleven thirty or something like that. Because we were in a small yeah. town. There was really nothing else going on except I was hanging out at friends' houses. So what, what did you guys do? Like besides did you watch films? I mean, I think that's what the love of books and films right come from like small towns yeah we used to always watch movies together we talked a lot about musical theater plays um singing all that kind of stuff yeah for a hot and and, um, for a hot minute i wanted to be the next britney spears i wanted to be a pop star but that didn't work out very well so okay so wait a minute now we're delving into a whole down a whole other burrow wait a second so now you give it okay so in addition to all your multi, like all the multiple talents that you have, you were also you also gave it a singing a jab or what? Oh, I can stab. Should yeah, I say? Yeah, I went to school for musical theater, so we were singing all the time. Um, yeah. Okay, Jen, Jen, please, can you sing for the audience? Oh what no, can you put me on the spot. Oh, I fuck yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. That dude, it begs the question: How can you? Can you sing a song? Like, why can you not sing a song? Okay, what song would you sing if you I could sing a song? I have no idea. I'm like kind of nervous because I haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> I I am so okay. I'll sing with you. How okay. about let's do um time after time? <laughs> I don't know if I know the words. Okay, how about like a okay? There you go. Time nice. So I lied. I can't seek to save my life. Sorry. Okay. Oh my right God. Now. You set me up. Set up, girl. She know better with us LA people. <laughs> um. So, so I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm curious. Um. So, so how did why did why why did that go south? I mean, clearly you have this great voice. Like, what happened? <laughs> Um, well, basically I had auditioned for a manager in New York and he was like, yeah, I like it, but I don't think this pop star thing is going to like really take off. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to sign you. I'm going to stick with like regular bands. And then what do you know, this phenomenon of like boy bands and all that kind of stuff happened. But I think I just got a little discouraged when he was like, yeah, but no thanks. (laughs) Right. I'll pass on that. You know what? Just recently I was at some kind of red carpet event and. It wasn't even like a red carpet. It was somebody's backyard home. You know, they do a lot of this due to COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like some pop-up, you know. And and this guy, he, he was in in O-Town. This guy, Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada, oh O-Town. God, I know exactly who that is. Yes. Yeah, I, I saw him and I was like, dude, I know you. And he's like, shut up. Were yeah, right. Liquid Dreams with him? Liquid Dreams? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, girl, we went all out. I mean, we fucking <laughs> the whole... 
With the the whole stadium came out here and was like, it was like a whole block party. <laughs> Seriously. It was like, no, of course not. But, you know, it was great. It, it was great in that. Yeah, I remember, like, you know, the struggles with the, and then the whole, did you watch the documentary I on, did. on the boy bands? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. fucking horrible? Lou Pearlman, man. That's, oof. Lou Pearlman. Ooh, Lou Pearlman. Jesus, you know, <laughs> that guy's probably burning somewhere. Yeah. That's awful. He, he made away with a lot of money. These poor kids were promised the world. It's like another Ponzi scheme, you know, at least, taking money at least, from. Yeah, go ahead. at least he got it in the end. You know, like he he went to prison and died in prison because I've been watching the, yeah. the Playboy uh, uh, documentary on A&E uh -huh. and Hugh Hefner. What is that about? Ooh, oh, Hugh Hefner. Yeah. It's like interviewing a lot of like the playmates um, from, okay. from the girls that, you know, lived with him, his girlfriend. What's wrong with the, the playmates? I mean, just kidding. <laughs> how he treated oh. them and like the girls oh, that shit. used to work for his like um clubs and stuff like all the bunnies okay Woo, yeah it's, it's deep it's deep and dark deep and dark yeah so a good buddy of mine a good buddy of mine thomas riccio um his daughter is uh sinclair something sinclair something she's she's a, she was a playmate wow. she was dating wow. hefner's son and yeah, I've heard stories. I'm not gonna put them out there. I heard stories, everyone. Just kidding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, no, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's sad. It's unfortunate. And yeah. you know, I, I I mean, come on, Hefner. You know, it's like uh, a lot of stuff gets a lot of stuff gets you know like just swept under the rug and nobody ever hears about it. But uh, it's unfortunate. I really got to say, it's it's terrible. Totally. Uh, Tinsel, right. Tinsel Town is not as shiny as it looks. It's really grimy. Yeah, and, behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and, and and it's a good segue for me to talk about. My Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver book that you can pick up on Amazon. You can pick up the hard copy, which is tangible, and then yours truly can come around and sign it for you. Or you can pick up uh, the digital copy, and of course, that can be yours for a mere $4.99 on Kindle. Okay, so yeah, if you haven't already, pick it up. This is a great book, by the way. It's got a lot of great stories, gems. Get I mean, it. With Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Freddy Krueger. Mm. Yeah, Freddy Krueger was, uh, uh, you know, I got to drive Freddy Krueger. I, I told you, Robert England, not Freddy, you know. Yeah. But let me tell you how yeah. funny it was. So I, I, I got to his place, and, and, you know, you and I were talking about this offline. And it was, and, and we're just going to, like, just two minutes. Give me two minutes, and we'll come right back to Jen, I promise. No worries. Um, no worries. So, so we went out to, um, so let me get my cup of coffee. Let's get started here. No. Uh, we went out to. <laughs> Uh, uh, he lived out in, in Laguna at the time in a picket. He had a nice, like, white picket fence, and it looked like fucking like the, like the, the, you know, the house from a nightmare on, 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 on Elm was Street. It, on Elm Street, yeah. Yeah. And like, the yeah. one in Hollywood, you know, it's in Hollywood next to Hollywood High or mm -hmm. down the street, whatever. And it a lot like it. So it's very similar. And I said, holy shit. So, like, when I got to the house, it's just like, fuck, you know, like, seriously, I, I was dying inside. And, and, and honestly, I was like a fanboy. Like, fuck, he's going to come out. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to jump on him. But uh, no, his wife came out. And trust me, you don't want to jump on her. No, oh, oh. She comes out and she says, she says, hi, um, you know, my husband will be out in five minutes, uh, sir. And I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. Thank you, ma'am. And, and I was like peeking in there. She noticed I was like kind of looking around over her. because <laughs> I stand like 6'4". So I was looking inside the house and see if there's any creepy claws lying around or yeah, any yeah. scouts in his closet. But no, really. Um. Freddie was, uh, you know, Robert England, the man. He's he's so generous, and and you know, I mean, I, I cannot tell you enough about him. He told me stories uh, that he, believe it or not, okay, here's a great little 
um, uh, Nugget. Okay, so he um, he was part of the production with John Carpenter on on uh, Halloween, the Halloween series. He was. Yeah, he was not. Okay, so he was more like he was the guy picking up the leaves, so you understand what he was doing. But fuck, this is like honestly is the preamble to the next things like the precursor totally. to the, to the elm street you know what i mean like yeah. for me that's yeah. like holy fuck like now we have a correlation there like a straight correlation from one movie to the next connection you know? yeah. yeah yeah and and i thought this is this is great and 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 so he went on to tell me you know he, he delved into it more deeply and then he told me he was he, he lived down the street from from uh clark gable which was great you know i mean it's old time um filmmaker from i mean uh artist and actor from the old days and i was actually i knew uh clark gable's granddaughter i actually got to know grand, uh, his granddaughter years later oh wow. Uh, oh wow but so we talked extensively and you know he was also who knew right freddy Krueger was a fucking avid surfer nobody knows that I didn't. I didn't know that. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you live by the beach. He still is by the beach. I hope he's listening to this. Hopefully he is. Right. <laughs> uh, um, Robert England. Uh, yeah. I love you, man. And you're amazing. And it's just your work is phenomenal. It's inspired all of us. But now back to Jen. Hi, Jen. Hey. Um, let's 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 talk about your work. So let's talk about your films because you've done uh it's just worked on extensively on your films but you have a web series um and and i want to hear all about it because you also you're 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 you know right now you're doing like crowdfunding of sorts right it's the indiegogo uh, uh thing that you have out there and and um tell us a little bit about that what's uh, what's the project about and and how we can help yeah so i have a web series called malvolia the queen of screams um i've done five seasons on youtube and i am kind of like alvira i'm a horror hostess where i host um indie horror short films uh, from the horror community uh and then i also uh do little skits and ho like holiday specials i've done halloween specials thanksgiving you know christmas um so the character is really kind of developed into a person all her own um, and so, you know, over the years as a horror hostess, I've, I've hosted film festivals, award shows, um, and other people's horror anthologies, but I get very limited to the creativity that I can, um, I can do for those projects. So sure. I've decided to embark on my own horror anthology. Um, and so oh, it's called, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and it's called Body Count, and basically it's my character um, telling five tales, five brand new tales that nobody's ever heard of, um, about uh, female villains. Um, oh, and in yeah, each nice. of the tales, you get like little clues and stuff because um, my character is being interrogated, and it comes to the end where does it that does the detective that's interrogating her like connect the pieces or does it go over his head? So um, wow. it's going to be a bloody massacre. And currently, I am crowdfunding for it, I'm looking for okay. contributions. Um, we've got a whole okay. wide variety of perks from like signed posters um, and uh, pictures to producer credits. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure, we're, we're, we're jumping on that. I'm all over it. Um, Where, look, do you have a link to it? I understand your link is, wait, wait, here we go. Your link is, is directly attached to your Instagram. Is that correct, on so your IG? It is, yes, 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 in my bio, yes. Okay, 
So uh, can we go ahead and like just drop all your social media handles right now while we're at it, when we have a moment? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, for Queen, for Malvolia, the Queen of Screams on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, I'm at Queen Malvolia, and that's M-A-L-V-O-L-I-A. Um, or then uh, for myself, the real person. <laughs> uh, on Facebook, <laughs> I'm Jennifer Nangle. Or on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Jennifer underscore Nangle. There you go. And okay, so definitely, I you know I'm interested in helping any way we can. So I'm gonna go ahead and go there and um, probably get some posters, maybe some, or just kind of just take over the whole production. Fuck it. I mean, why you know? not? You could direct yeah, it if you not? wanted to. Absolutely. I can, could I? Could I start in the film? Absolutely. Or what, your, Absolutely. Your, 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 okay, shorts. Okay, I, I love the idea. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay, so I'm signing up for that now. So let's see. You have you have hell of the screaming. Um, undead uh-huh. then you have what was that uh coat i saw coat room i really like coat room if you guys haven't seen coat room you see that you, you go on uh, jennifer um what is it again is it uh, for the youtube right oh yeah you can do that or on my youtube channel if you search jennifer nangle it should pop up it's like youtube.com backslash c backslash jennifer it's, it's like nine minutes it's great it's a great yeah. little one little film and, and it's fantastic it's like a like a thanksgiving of sorts and then i don't want to ruin it but it's good yeah it's good <laughs> acting it's great loved it um okay so uh you know when growing up i mean who are your like influences as an actress or an actor you know, I was super old school. I mean, I loved Lucille Ball. I was super into Alfred Hitchcock. Loved going to Universal Studios and experiencing, you know, the Alfred Hitchcock behind the scenes and the movie making and all that kind of stuff. Um, okay. But as far as, like, any, like, like actresses, I really didn't have anybody that I specifically followed. I was just always, always open to everybody and anything and, and really watching and learning and stuff. Right. So let me ask you this. So if you were to give someone advice, someone that's coming up right behind you, like, you know, um, you want to leave your indelible mark and, and with the youngsters and the young ones coming behind you, if you will, what are some of the things they can do, like to sort of get their, their feet wet in the industry or just in general, just acting? How, how do you learn how to act? <laughs> well, I would highly recommend going um, to take some acting classes. Um, I've, I've bumped into a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm natural. I don't need to. I'm a natural actor. I don't need to take le- uh, lessons and stuff like that. But I, yeah. I kind of disagree. Um, I believe right. fully in technique work um, okay. because you're able to make things, you know, super real for yourself. So your performances are real. You're really in the moment. You know, you set up, um, you know, your motivation, why you're there. Um, just you, you just kind of give your character a whole backstory and history as to how you've mm-hmm. gotten to this point in the film, you know, so it makes it real and it gets it into your bones and you can just be free when you are on set instead of worrying about what my line is and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 So do you, and it's like you do horror most of the time, but like what are, what other genres would you like say, you know what? I wouldn't mind uh, doing, I mean, I would kill to do comedy. I would love to do comedy. The problem is, is that most of the time I'm self-producing a lot of my own projects. And okay. writing comedy is hard. I'm so intimidated. Easy. Yeah, so, yeah. so intimidated by it. Like, yeah. for horror, it's really easy for me because there are no rules, you know? But in comedy, there's so many rules. There so, are no rules. When yeah. they're in fucking kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You just go ballistic and kill. Oh, you gotta be blitz and fucking blitz out of your mouth. Be bloodthirsty and then exactly <laughs> ravenous. Some, some blood lying around, pray they have no idea. You just come behind. Now, um, some of you, what are some of your like? What are some of your like coolest films? Not I was gonna say ask, but at the same time I can ask like, this both questions. What are some of the films that you've acted in that you really like, and and what are your least favorites? And then in a film, like what what was like one of your your best, you know, like fucking scream queens, you know, from the oh movies that, yeah. yeah. So three questions, questions. Okay. Question. yeah. Um, I would have to say my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite film to to act in was when. I um, acted in the horror anthology called Lilith because I got to work off of, opposite of Vernon Wells. Um, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. And, you know, I am not a huge, like, fangirl. I don't really freak yeah. out, like, over celebrities and stuff because a lot of my encounters with, with celebrities has been, like, total downers. So I just okay. don't really care. But everybody is like, You're, Vernon Wells, Vernon Wells, Vernon Wells. And I'm kind of like... Wait, who's Vernon? Who is Vernon Wells? You know, he was absolutely fabulous to work with. He was a ball. He was so much fun. Even though the, our, our our scene was super intense, um, it was one of those one of those actors that like I, when you get out of acting school, it's always like you learn all these techniques and you always make sure that you know your scene partner is the captain of your ship and you're the captain of your scene partnership you put all your intention onto the other character you really focus on them you want them to you know be, succeed and you want to give them stuff to work off of and all that kind of stuff and when i left acting school it was really hard because la actors kind of fake a lot of stuff and yeah. Vernon was yep. one of the first actors that I worked with that he gave me something to work off of. And we just had oh, these little wow. moments together that we were both in it and we were there with each other. And it was just the, the best experience ever. Um, is it like an, uh, is he Australian? He's he an Australian. Actor, right? Yeah, he is Australian. Yeah, because he was. Is that I the think, one where, is that the one? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say he was in Bad Max and then there was an Arnold right, Schwarzenegger right, movie. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, now, the movie you're talking about is, is he's got like fucking oxygen tank attached to him. Yes. Like yes. An oxygen yes. 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 Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's that one. <laughs> I yeah. know what you're talking about. Fucking <laughs> you. Yeah. And, and it seemed like you were you were really enjoying your your, your whole, you know, scene. That was, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. cool. And, and which one would you say would be like your least favorite? And then, of course, we're uh, a lot of times we're like self deprecating, we're like very, you know, self critical. I mean, we could be like our worst enemies, you know, at that. Um, so, uh, you know, but but I'm sure I, we might appreciate it. But maybe at times when we do our own work, sometimes we're not like, so I didn't really like that. Yeah. I, did. I think for me, the beginning of season one for Malvolia is probably like my least favorite. Only because um, what originally I wasn't supposed to become this far with this character. It was basically I was trying to set her up for um, a feature film. I, I kind of wanted to do like a found footage feature film, kind of like Blair mm -hmm. Witch, but based on a sure. horror hostess. And so as I was writing the feature film, I was like, well, wouldn't it be cool if I made her real? Like, I'd already have this fan base that would be att attracted to distribution. My name would already be out there. This character would already be known. So maybe that would kind of like, you know, make it travel a little bit further. 
And what happened was people went nuts for her. Like they really dug the character. And I was like, oh, well, I can't just kill her off now. Like, let's see how far we can go. So the beginning of season one of Malvolia was kind of like, I was trying to just, you know, be a YouTube, quote unquote, YouTube star and do all the YouTube yeah. coolie trend stuff to just try it. and make this thing happen. And then towards the end, it's like, no, like, we're going to develop this character and we're going to, you know, make her badass. So you, and you essentially, like, lose your artistic, like, flow when you're trying to kind of... um appease to the masses if you will and trying Absolutely. to do what people want to hear and do and and you, it kind of loses its magic almost or, yeah, you know the organic magic I, I did an episode with the the bean boozle game because that was really big on youtube at the time and yeah like some people have revisited scene uh, season one and they think that 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 episode is really hysterical but like for me it just didn't make sense because then it kind of traveled into hosting horror films and creating these like mean skits and stuff like that so it, it definitely sure. got better with season two and on so yeah sure and and do you find that you know i, I don't know but is it also like i mean do you have a team or, or or what's is it like a one person sort of does it all or do you have kind of like a team behind you i do yeah um i have my og crew from season one still with me um they they really helped me a lot with season one with everything. Um, we, we did the first Halloween special together. I mean, we were in the trenches together, just really donating our time and just kind of, you know, kind of figuring out what we're doing and how we're doing this. And we've all learned so much, you know, in the past five years. But it kind yeah, of trailed up. Out. You take this moment to give him a shout out. These, oh, these people. yeah. Hunter Johnson, yeah, uh, Hunter Johnson, he's an indie filmmaker. Um, Richard Trejo, he is a director and cinematographer. Um, they have been, by my, and, and my best friend Charles Chutabala, he was an actor in season one and he's still by my side. And, you know, we, um, we, we've grown together through this project and they're all coming back for the horror anthology too. Like, it's awesome how like, you know, I come up with this idea and they're just full speed ahead. Like, yeah, together. let's yeah. do it. Yeah. It all comes full circle for you. And and now, um, you know, the other thing is one of the things that's that fascinates me and, and, and it just strikes me as incredible is how you've like managed to, you know, kind of put your name out there because we don't understand the degree or like how things sort of fly, but you've been doing a lot and a lot of different things like creatively, you know, writing and producing and directing. And so your name's been out there quite a bit. I noticed, and I'll tell you, you know, a lot of, there's been a lot of, a, a lot of articles and, and, and um, different websites that have written on you and your work. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. Really, yeah. That's, it's, I mean, it's fantastic. It's, it's yeah, the ahead. hustle. It's the hustle, you know, because, when I when I first started auditioning for commercials, I knew that I needed to do something, you know, at least on my own time creatively, because, you know, you go to those cattle calls, you walk into a room filled with 50 other women that look exactly like you, that are dressed exactly like you, and you walk yeah. into a room and you have 0.5 seconds to make an impression. And some days you're feeling great. Other days you're like stressed out because you've been waiting there for an hour and you got to get to work. Yeah. And. And so I knew creatively I had to do something on my own. So that's why I started to do, yeah, the writing, the producing. The... And, and, and I think it's, it's the do-it-yourself sort of the last um, 10 years. I, I, I've been seeing do-it-yourself do it mode where a lot of people 
have have made it their plight and made it their case where they they, they want to go out on their own create their own things specifically now with the with you know the day and age of of technology mm -hmm, where you're mm -hmm. able to put yourself out there and, and get your stuff noticed by a lot of people and sometimes you can just start off with podcasts you know like you do the, yeah. the round table podcast yeah. and, and and netflix will pick it up and it'll be a fucking show next thing you know yeah, you never know who's watching, you never know who's liking, you never know who's, you know, following. It's pretty awesome how in control you can be because I know yeah. some actors are still just waiting for an opportunity to have an audition and I'm just like, "Nah, I can't do that. I got to I got to keep going, Fuck. keep moving." Yeah, yeah. you're up and grow old if you do that. No, I know. it's never Yeah. Yeah. And 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 now and now so um so what's I mean, you obviously have a lot going on, but you know, is there like other ambitions uh, besides acting, like and, and producing? Like, do you want to like own your own production company someday? Um, I understand you you look up to um, Tarantino and and J.J. Abrams as a, uh, uh, you know, uh, folks that you sort of like to probably work with side by side. Now, do you see yourself as that that entrepreneur that creates your own production company? You know, and hires actresses and hires, you know, the people Absolutely. like, like, like Shonda Rhimes, and, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I mean, those are ladies that are taking control of their careers, their productions, and they're putting out great content, great Good work. Content, yeah. yeah. Fantastic content. Well, you're yeah. you're kicking ass, man. You really are. And and I'm totally fucking blown away at all the stuff you've been doing. And and it's great, you know. You're you're definitely, definitely uh, making your mark in uh, little by little in in um more and more we're gonna see more of you, I'm sure. And hopefully we get to work with you sometime. Yeah. You know, I'm not to work you. with you. I yeah. can get a couple fingers chopped off. I have ten, you know, figures. Yeah. You you'll sacrifice a just a couple though. A couple of fingers. Yeah, why okay. not? Why not? Everybody um, knows now. You've said it on your podcast. <laughs> uh oh, careful, careful, hey, guys, please. No, no, no. But, but, in all honesty, it's you know, it's. I mean, you've been so gracious to be on the show, and and I wanted to, um, yeah, take this moment to see, like, if, if I want to ask you a couple other questions I had. Sure, yeah. And then we, we can talk about books. Are there? I understand there's a book. I understand also that your your name you you were an inspiration to somebody that decided to write a book and 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 wrote a character uh based on on you is that correct yeah yeah uh, tell me about that um i don't really know um too much about the book but <laughs> right right yeah um, but but uh, your name is on there yeah yeah on i mean i I've, I've been kind of reached out by a couple people actually um where uh Bill, who wrote the first book, he re he reached out and um, William, Tru it was Truett, Tru Tru Truett, and um, he was like, yeah, I really, you know, dig you as an actress and stuff like that. Would it be okay if I named my one of my characters in my book after you? So I was named um, Jennifer Knight in one of his books. And then wow. um, another guy, he was like, I, I love Malvolia. I love the character Malvolia and stuff. Is it okay if I use Malvolia the name in my horror uh, story? And I was like, yeah, that's cool too. Wow. Like I'm always down wow. for it. Wow. Yeah, you're inspiring people. So had you have stayed and waited for the next cattle call, so to speak, or the next, you know, whatever audition, you know, you'd you'd probably be still waiting, right? Not, none I, of this would have ever have happened. Me personally, in my journey, I think I'd probably still be waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Other <laughs> now, people, they now, get a little lucky, but me, no, nah, I'd probably still be waiting. <laughs> now, now, you've been nominated before for like best actress. Tell me what was that like? I mean, when you first 
heard that you get like a pang and a, a good pang in your stomach and said, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Box, was, uh, yeah. Box. I mean, um, it's, it's really awesome to, cause a lot of times, you know, filmmakers will make stuff and they'll put it out to the world and they may not get any feedback whatsoever, you know? So yeah. he, he, just hearing feedback, whether it's good or bad, I'm super open to and always love it. But the film festivals and the honors that they have given me have just been so incredible. You know, it's like, um, uh, you know, I, I, I finally won for the, I've been nominated for the independent horror movie awards a couple times as, as best actress, but I so finally cool. won for my short film that night, which is on my YouTube channel. And it is true crime. It is, it is gory and it is, it's pretty realistic. Like my mother refuses to watch it she thinks it is too real real life for her yeah so um so that was a true honor and then um that that group also gave me best horror host a couple of years ago too for malvolia so yeah it's just really it, it really kind of you know sometimes some days you're kind of like why am i doing this nobody's watching who likes my yeah. stuff nobody and then you get these little little surprises and it's like oh nuggets. Yeah. Fuck, this is bad yeah you know and, and yeah, for sure. You know, milestones and stuff. Now, when you when you the Q and A's, like, do you do you like that? Love that part of, of of aspect of the whole you know deal? Like, is it fun to just have your Q and A's and stuff, where you're up there and people like want to hear about you know, was it like you know doing what you did in the film and you know I, what inspired you or that I, kind of thing? Go ahead. I love talking about it because I also love hearing it. I love hearing everybody's right. journeys, but also sure. from a female point of view, my female point of views are drastically different from male point of views, you know? So I think it's right. extremely important to hear the female um, point of views and, and, and how their films came together and stuff, because it's still yeah. a pretty, hardcore boys club out there and it's really Still, hard huh? for some but of you us guys are making strides i mean you guys are breaking in like one way or another you're tearing down the door you know and yeah. i yeah. want to say yes but in the indie circuit it's kind of gone back to the boys club like i i was on set um a couple like uh, last weekend and i was the only female on set um there what? was all the rest were all male and i love hanging with the boys don't get me wrong it's a great time i love hanging with the guys but sometimes sure. you just want to see that other female face there you want to you want to see another female producing or you know writing yeah. or directing and and you sure. know you know sometimes you just want to cheer for each other so well one of, yeah. one of my favorite films and it's gonna sound a little corny but <laughs> and i'm kind of dating myself but one of my favorite films of all times believe it or not it's crazy um, it was Point Break, and it was yeah. made by a female, directed yeah. by a girl. Mm -hmm. I, I, I fucking love that film. Yeah, um, I love it, and through and through, and, and yeah, it was directed by a, a woman and um, great uh, director. I can't think of her name right off the top. I know. So a lot of the I stuff, know. you know, and this is like 1990. You know, the yeah. film came out in 91, but it dropped 91. It's an all-male testosterone kind of a deal, you know, bank robbers uh, and the whole enchilada. But but it, it was directed by a female, and she did a fantastic job at it. Incredible. At so, and it's like, yeah, it's a yeah. classic to this day. You know, people yeah, always. You probably see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's great. And and Bodie, right? Bodie was a great character, and he, you know, got rested so I know. He's died. He's been gone for a while. But um, a lot of women will argue they like uh, they liked him in uh, Dirty Dancing better, right? Yeah, Patrick, Patrick. yeah. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, you know, I've I've had the time of my life talking to you, and and it's crazy because, 
you know, there comes the 11th hour and you're like, ah, it's almost time to say goodbye. But I like to, I like to have you, you know, I like to possibly have you back on the show so we can do part two. Um, you know, this is my show, so I kind of do it and, and what, what the, whatever the fuck I want. You can you do know? whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I can just no have rules. you back on and no <laughs> rules whatsoever, you know, and we could have another killer podcast like, like we did last tonight. So, um, it, it would be great. And, and if, if, if you don't mind coming back for part two, I would be fucking, you know, flattered. I would absolutely love to. Yeah. Maybe we'll be celebrating the success of my Indiegogo campaign then. You never yeah, know. I think so. I think so. Can we go ahead and 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 talk about that again? And where do they find your link? Where can the listeners uh, find your? You know, listenership is is listening. They want to know where can they help. Everyone wants to throw in their their sense and and throw their hat in. And where where can they do that? Like where? So so the direct um, link would be igg.me backslash at backslash Malvolia's body count. Or you can also get the link on my um, Instagram account, which is at Queen Malvolia or at yeah. Jennifer underscore Nangle. And so why did you follow you? Yeah. And then, then they could just see it right there, right? The link yeah. would be right on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that instead. I started following you um, about a week ago. Yeah. Um, You've been stalking been me? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, uh, we're, we're, we're totally, we've, we've had, I, I, you know, I hope it's a mutual feeling. You probably, this guy's been so annoying. But um, <laughs> we've, we've, we've had a good, a good time chatting with, with, our, with a, a, an amazing, uh, oh, God, an ultra talented uh, woman, uh, Jennifer Nangle, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jen, we're going to call you Jen from here on out. Um, cool. And we're we're very we're completely stoked, not of our minds, lost our lost our heads about Woo! that. Yeah. Over this whole situation. Great having you on the show. Is there anything else you'd like the listenership to know about you? Oh, you know what? Your Instagram. Um, I know you just dropped that, but YouTube. Let's do that all over again because okay. they have to okay. get the point. You guys get the message across. Yeah, you guys have been missing out on five seasons of Malvolia, the Queen of Screams, which is youtube.com backslash C backslash Malvolia, the Queen of Screams, or on all the socials, she's at Queen Malvolia. You can check out my um, short independent um, films, like not associated with Malvolia, just other stuff, where you can check out sure. that night too. Uh, at YouTube, uh, youtube.com backslash C backslash Jennifer Nangle, uh, Facebook, I'm Jennifer Nangle or on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Jennifer underscore Nangle and you can get the link to the Indiegogo. Follow me. Let's be friends. Let's chat. Let's, let's talk shop. Let's do it. Hell yeah. Do you chop it up with people? Like, do you, do you get, do you really return or is it like a a robot robot or whatever it's called uh, that returns the messages when you email somebody, you know, like you get like somebody else returning their information saying, you know, oh, it's great to meet you too. And sounds like Arnold or something. Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be down for that. Or, or, but, but, but you do, you do have like, you have like pen pals and stuff or, or, or that sort of thing. Do you do like like when people are your fans? Do you reach out back to I the fans? I totally do. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even check like my my like you know hidden messages and stuff. I check it all. And if y'all reach okay. out to me, I, I definitely respond. So, yeah. Okay. Well, with that said, guys, is the end of our show. Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> yeah, it's been great, guys. Till next time. Goodbye. Thanks again, Jen. Thank you so much. Bye.